0: what's up man
1: what's up man how you doing not too bad how about you i'm you know happy to be here another as always. week
0: another episode of the best podcast on the internet
1: episode 77 77 that's crazy
0: that's a lot of episodes we're getting there yes, a- and people don't even realize like the episode 100 plans that we got bro oh it's
1: gonna be big i'm ex- i'm so excited for that it's gonna be sick so um how was your week my week was uh pretty good monday tuesday you know i was working thursday friday saturday i'm just kidding no <laughs> i worked all week um it was kind of a busy week i in a lot of hours. It was crazy.
0: But you did something real special last night. One of your uh wins. of. The I
1: think it's a new tradition. Yeah. I was going to
0: say, because you did the same thing last week and it was even your win of the week last week. Yes, so. it was.
1: So I went golfing after work, you know, best win of the week. Um It was great. We played at King and the Bear. They were doing this special for ovarian cancer this, this month. It's normally a $250 uh, course, but for this month, only $25. What? Oh my gosh. Let me tell you. Boy, it was We'd pay a hundred dollars because hold on, hold on.
0: That is like for the people that, that for the golfers that live in Jackson, they probably understand. But for the people that don't live in Jacksonville, I mean, this is like you're playing a professional like level golf course. The tour for, players
1: play this course oh, for when sure. They this come is, their, through this is their practice. Yeah, yeah exactly. One hundred percent. It's a beautiful course, and honestly, I played yesterday. I played the best I've ever played. I shot. I don't want to brag. I mean, like a ninety-one, but wow! Yep. And I had a chip in birdie. Dude, that's insane. Oh, my second chip and birdie I've ever had in my life, and to do it there, it was just, like, it was special. It was I enough. witnessed the first one. It did yes. happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was good. That one might have been better just because it was a little farther out, but this one, it was just, I mean, the scene. Like, I'm sitting there at this beautiful course. It's literally the very last shot. Like, I'm on the 18th hole. I got my putter in one hand, my chipper in the other, and I chip it. The bitch goes in. I fuck the putter. Hey, that tour is going to be calling. Hey. That tour is going to Call gonna me be Tiger. There's only <laughs> one difference between me and Tiger, and it's just a swing, you know? Like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's he going? <laughs> hey, man. Um, no, but congrats to you, bro. Thank I, you, I, sir. I, I, a 91 is an incredible score, regardless of however you got to get it, man. But getting that birdie on the last hole, I know it feels good because in your head going into that last hole, you kind of have an idea of what your score is going to be at the very end because you're like calculating up the numbers, like, ah, you know, par four away. Mm-hmm. um. But getting the birdie, you know, sealing the deal, getting a little lower than you were expecting. Like, 91 is a 91. You don't got to say much, man. Right. That's a good That's a good way to end the and week. And we've
1: been man. working hard for that. We've been golfing a lot. like, And for it's sure. good. We've been doing good lately. Like, and your dad was there, right? My dad was there. He okay. shot at 101.
0: Oh, you didn't have to say that. Well, I okay. his <laughs> ass. Hey, shout out Pops. Yeah, um, shout out Pops. It was but good it's cool that at least you had somebody there, you know, that could witness it. Mm-hmm. And it was you know.
1: cool because we got paired up with this other twosome. So it was four of us playing. As soon as – it was, like, so dramatic, bro. I chipped it, and it, like, hung on the edge of the hole, you know what I'm saying, for, like, yeah. a good half second, and then it dropped, and everybody just started fucking screaming. That was dope. dope, man. I love that. Bro. How was your week? What would you do?
0: It was good. You know, honestly, it was hectic. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I just um, – you know, sometimes when you fall a little bit behind on, like, getting the podcast edited or whatever it is, bro, it's like I find myself throughout the week just kind of, like, scrambling. Playing catch-up. Um, yeah, just playing catch-up, man. And it's like, you know, there's times where – um you know, work, there's, I want to stay late, make some extra money, or, uh, you know, they offer, you know, those times where I can stay and uh, do different things and make extra money, but it's like, you know, in the end of the day, bro, it's like time, man. You got I shit I, to do. I, yeah, I got shit to do, got to get home, you know. I got, um, obviously, two beautiful dogs that I'd be taking care of and stuff like that, and then it's like, um, you know, there's nights throughout the week where, you know, me and my girl want to go and get some dinner and shit like mm-hmm. that, bro, so it's like, you know, it gets hectic, I will say that. Um, but when we're in the weekend, bro, like once Saturday, or I'm sorry, once Friday night comes around. Bro, I'm hyped. I'm oh, my late, gosh. Because Thursday night, we've already dropped the pod. Yep. And so, you know, usually I've got all the social clips ready, and everything's queued up to post on social media. So Friday night, usually I'm just chilling, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm enjoying my first, like, start of the weekend, my little taste of the weekend. Yeah. So um, then we get into, like, Saturday, you know, recording the, the pod, pod doing yeah. my favorite thing in the world, yes, you know. Sir. And then Sunday is Jaguars football now. So um, even though it makes me upset sometimes, it's like, eh, you know. It happens. Um, so we start off the episode talking about your win of the week last week that you mm-hmm. repeated this week. What's your win of the week for this week? Win of the week. Let's, let's go, go. and get this shit popping, yeah. man. Win of the week. I forgot. Oh, we don't even have the damn sound on for our. It's air still war, there, though. Do it here again. We go. You ready? Win of the week. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's get this shit popping, man.
1: My win of the week is um the changing of the seasons. I like that. Um, we don't really get that much here in Florida, but you can kind of feel it in the air. Oh, I like feel you it. wake up in the morning and it's. 78 instead of 92
0: you know what i'm saying like hey i actually i i do feel it yeah well that is a a very accurate win of the week man because especially like we've already talked about it we went surfing last weekend it was fucking freezing um which is unusual for this time of the year but now you're starting to notice like you wake up in the mornings it's like you are getting that like nice like chill breeze good you know and especially both of us we live fairly close to the ocean so it's Mm -hmm. like you know you get that chill breeze that shit feels good um my win of the week yes sir the Miami Dolphins and I'd, I hate making another team the, the win of the week, um, but you got to give credit where credit's due, bro. Let's be honest, seventy points in yeah. an NFL game—the record is seventy-two—and the way that they got those points are just—it's crazy, man. For a team to put up seventy points, the amount of times you have to score in such little period of time—it's like, bro, it is absolutely incredible. I mean, it. it I didn't watch that full game like all the way through, but afterwards, bro, you look at the fantasy players that were like 50 points, like 60 insane. points, bro. Their backup running back had over 200 yards off of like very little carries. He had like, I want to say like 16 carries or less than that um, in two tubs. The dude put up like fifty points in fantasy, bro. That's and ridiculous. It's, just like, it's that's their backup running back. I think their starting running back had like
1: four plus touchdowns. It's well, like they it's, took out all the starters once yeah. they were
2: forty points yeah, up. Because I,
1: I have Tyreek Hill on my fantasy, and I'm like, okay, bet he's doing good. He's got twenty seven points, and then I see that they take him out. I'm like, that that could have saved me. Like yeah. if he got fifty,
0: yeah, shit. No, that was just shout out to the Miami Dolphins, bro. Because yeah. I mean, honestly, it's great to watch things like that when the Jags are playing the way they're playing, bro. Mm-hmm. I gotta give a little bit of you know I gotta get a little bit of my what's on my chest out on this podcast, bro. Because yeah. it's like fuck, bro. Watching the Jaguars, it's miserable sometimes. It's like this is my team for life. It doesn't matter, bro. Like I love the Jags. Everyone knows the Jaguars podcast through and through, man. And um my damn dog's name is Jag Nation, bro. <laughs> like don't like, you know. Don't get it twisted, bro. Yeah. The Jags are my team, but God damn, bro. Sitting shit there, hurts, sitting bro. on the couch and watching the Houston Texans come into your home and put an ass-whooping on the Jaguars like they did last week, like, man, that shit's unacceptable, especially with the moves that we made in this offseason. It's like, Trevor, this is, you know, I, I'm not putting any blame on Trevor because I know that, you know, Trevor's doing what he can. Trevor's throwing Trevor's, the ball. They're dropping the, the ball. They're dropping the damn ball, man. And uh, Calvin Ridley... Step it up, brother. Come on, like let's let's fix some things because there's clearly some. He gave us a great little
1: hint in the very beginning, and then like the last. How do you
0: couple- go undefeated through preseason and make us feel like this is the start of something great, man? Wait, and then-
1: one and two right now, one like, and that's two, shit's bro.
0: ridiculous. You know what else is one and two? <laughs> Damn. Let's get into those fantasy football <laughs> rankings, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, so for the first time in uh the 2023 OG Sessions fantasy football season, mm-hmm. um. We're going to go through some rankings. Let's do it. So this is the 2023 fantasy football e. rankings through week three. Yeah. Okay, we only have two teams left that remain undefeated. Um, But that also means we have two teams that me. have not caught a win yet. That's not me either. So, <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, we're going to try not to expose to anybody too hard on here. But, um, hey, man, when you join this league, you're signing up to be uh, put on blast of this podcast because we are going to let these listeners know how this league is going. Yes, sir. Um, I'm so passionate about fantasy football. So for me, it's like – I, this is my life. Just know that, and this is the first year that I am just in one fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is my league this for this is your year. League, you know, what yeah. I'm saying this is your first year ever. This is my fantasy first year playing. Yeah. So, um, big deal. Let's get into this shit. Um, should I start off with one or should I start off with last? Let's do one. Okay. Yeah. So in first place in this year's fantasy football league, uh, just throughout week three,
1: gotta be Scott.
0: Scott. Yeah. Waddlehouse. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, there's not much to say. His that dude wiped is, me. Yeah, he wiped you, bro. His, I mean, he, he put an ass whooping on... That was uh, embarrassing. What was your team name? It's uh, Duval Bangham. Yeah. Ooh. Y'all weren't banging in week two, boy. We I'm going to tell y'all that. Banging. God damn. That's rough. So, um, number two, another team that put an ass whooping on you. Broadway. Broadway Louis. Gotta be. And his team name is actually Here Lies Hayden, Loud Pack.
1: R.I.P. That's rough. That is like,
2: damn.
0: The... The uh, <laughs> shade that Broadway Louie is trying to throw at Team what is it? Team Bend Over Broadway, which is Hayden, ah! <laughs> is insane. Over Broadway. And it's funny because you're. It's going to be a minute till you hear Hayden on these rankings, bro. Because that boy is is his team needs some help, bro. He's our, he's currently selling off all his players. Let's just say that. Damn. Um. In third place, we've got Collect Tutties, Cam Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um god man he's got a fucking squad i gotta tell him like i'd be his ass actually first first yeah, first f- game. first first week but like lately a lot of his players have been starting to come around i'm gonna just say bro i mean i played him bro i mean he's got a his team is solid did bro. you beat him no i think he'd me um fourth place team step back three shout out kyle mccrone uh he auto drafted that shit kills me when people auto draft is some bullshit um, but he got the team that he got and he's, At least he's rolling with it yeah. That's all I gotta say Some people auto-draft And they never check it For the rest of the season So um, Shout out Kyle Fifth place Ya boy You? T-Law in Order T-Law in Order T-Law in Order Shout out to myself Coming in at number five Um, We're two and one Sorry his
1: team I don't know how he's in the position That he is But
0: We're two and one So that's all I gotta say Is we're two and one baby <sighs> Um, if only I could say the same about the Jags, and if only I could say the same about you, Mr. Joe Um, But in a close number six position, you've got the boy himself, Duval Bingham, Joey Allen. Number coming i I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Hey, you're working at it, bro. Um, but you need, to get that, you need to get that second win.
1: I did pick up um, Devon Achong. I saw that. So, that's good. I saw that. I like that.
0: So, if the Dolphins put up another 70-point game, I'm you're there. good. <laughs> He's a good guy to have on the bench. He so. is, for sure, for sure. Good backup for yeah. whenever, you know, running backs out by week or whatever. Yeah. Um, seventh place, a team that I thought had a lot of, a lot of you know, promise early in the season, UMB players. Mm. Shout out Tommy Who is D. That? Tommy D. Shout out Tommy D, bro. I thought that team was going to be stacked. To I'm playing him this week. Um, good luck. He's got a good team, but I mean also you guys are you guys have the same record right now. So um this is a big game for you. Only one can come out, Only know. one can come out, man. So um this is a big game me. for you. Good luck.
1: It's gonna be me. Good luck too. Good to, luck, uh, Tommy too, yeah. man. Because shout nah, out to him. Like- He's a great dude, man.
0: I like Tommy. Um finna hold that ass up. This I, it hurts for me to even say this because this player talked so much shit in the beginning of the season. But coming in at number eight, God, it feels so good actually. Now that I say sweaty. it. Smitty, Team ah! Quantum. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, man? All this shit talking. And then this man, it's like... I, I mean, let me just... I, I hate to even dive into the team real quick, but it's like... You should have seen some of the Joe, trades. We've got the Jaguars number three running back on his bench. It's like, why? Like, this dude... There's 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 certain guys where it's like, just leave him on the wire, bro. No one's going to take him. Just save the spot on your roster, bro. He'll but, be there. And then he comes into the fantasy group chat. He has got like... Wait, was that two guys on IR? This man has... Two guys on IR. So it's like, dude, for me, if you're gonna come in these fancy group chat and you're trying to make all these trades or you're like, you know, hitting me up and you're like, hey man, uh, you know, there's I I don't have enough room on my roster, or this, that, and the other. I'm like, bro, you've got people on your roster that don't need to be on your roster. And I'm not gonna sit here and coach somebody into being a better fancy football player, especially when they're in my league. Mm-hmm. But um, God damn, Smitty, team quantum, what are we doing, brother? I love you, but god damn, man. Do better. <laughs> Do better or just Sell your team. <laughs> yeah, do something. I don't know what to do, man. Do better for sure. Um, all right, and then here we go. Team number nine. Bend over Broadway. We mentioned him mentioned him earlier. Um Hayden Fenwick. That's sad. It's it's a sad story, man. I it love really the guy is. too. Yeah, I love the guy. It's a sad story because, you know, no wins yet. Um three. Mm. One of the only two that are oh and three, and it's like Hayden. He did, I'm pretty sure he did make his team bend over Broadway first. That's why he made his team name first. So, in my opinion, it's like, you're you're playing with fire and, you know, you really got nothing to fight fight with. You know, you know I tried like, to play with fire with Broadway.
1: I was talking mad shit
0: that Y'all night. boys, yeah, uh, Broadway's got a, got y'all boys in a choke. I was fight, talking I like, this. that boy
1: rolled me up, put me in a pack.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be the Joey Allen pack. Oh you're lucky in 8 you're lucky in eight. Um But I got to play him, I think, next week, so. Good luck. Alright. Dead last place. dead last. Let's... I'm not gonna beat the I'm not gonna beat the dead horse on this one, bro. I'm not gonna sit here and just, just you know I think Zach knows what he's been through, man. Zach Anthony, Team Fumbledore. Um God.
1: Team Fumbled the fucking league. <laughs> you need to change your name to that. That shit's Team, why am I here? Team am I Oh, there's football happening? Oh, my God, Zach. I love you, brother, but
0: damn. (laughs) Like, your team is falling apart. Um, If anybody has any piece of advice about fantasy football or just football in general, man, please send my boy a message or send him a get well soon card, dog. Um, You know, I think there's some teams in this league that have put up more points in one week than he may have put up in in this first two weeks. Does it tell you his Um, accumulative points? Oh, God, I wasn't going to do it, but... (laughs) I wasn't I oh god. There are teams that have almost double what he has. Um you know, when you're putting up 283 points after 3 weeks of fantasy football, there's going to be can't some, win. You can't You it's going to be tough to yeah. win. It's going to be tough to at least get one win in there. Um for reference, Scotty Boys putting up almost 420 points. Where am I? At? Um 360. So you've got almost 100 points more than him. That's that that adds up over three weeks. You know yeah. got, you're putting up almost 30 points more, um, and then I'm right above you with uh, 365. Damn, so barely got my ass. Yeah, man. It's just you gotta gotta do better. Gotta do a lot. Gotta better. do better. Man. You gotta do something. Um, shout out to Zach. I Whatever think you're doing, stop
1: and do the opposite.
0: Because <laughs> 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 advice from Joey. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to everybody in this league. Don't want to bash anybody in here. It's fun as hell, man. Mm-hmm. And I love being in a league where it's ha- like super competitive. Um, you know, everyone's putting in some work, you know, some more than others. But it's like at exactly. least everybody's updating their league. Everybody's updating their team. Everybody's passionate about it. And um, loser at the end of the league will have to stand on the side of the busiest street in Jacksonville with a sign that says honk if I suck at fantasy football, baby.
1: Best and, believe it, I'm gonna be driving around yeah, just honking oh, for oh. that full time you're out there. It's I'm gonna just,
0: be uh two hours, I believe, is the time. Um so you gotta be out there two hours, side of the street, big ass sign that says suck if I or honk if I suck at fantasy football. Um Man, you're gonna be hearing them horns, baby. And I know I'll tell you what, every single person that's in that fantasy league and their best friend are gonna we'll be, be doing through, loops, bro. We'll be doing loops all day, <laughs> And man. fuck
1: carpooling. We're bringing
0: all the cars. Every car you've got, <laughs> bro. Um, this shit's gonna be dope, man. So um, man, this league is so competitive. I love every single person that's in this league. It's like just a bunch of good dudes, man. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to you. First Thank ever you. time playing fantasy football, and you're in sixth place, man. So
1: That's not where I'm gonna end up.
0: You can't you can't be mad at that though. Oh, I'm not. You know, you got to be just happy with the results. Because I see the script. You know, enjoy the journey. Yeah, I know where um,
1: I'm. I know where I'm
0: gonna be. Uh huh. I know I'm not holding that sign. So right. while we're on the topic of football, there's one more thing I want to mention before we wrap this. Uh, wrap up this intro. Mm-hmm. So just a cool last thing that I saw um, on some social media this week or whatever. So the Jaguars game for by the time that this episode comes out, it would have already been played. Um, and they may be doing it for the other game in London as well. I'm not sure. But Disney Plus is doing a promo where they play the game. Basically, it's everything's Animated, live. right? It's Toy Story animated. So it's in Andy's room. And it's like Travis Etienne, Trevor Lords, like everyone, they, they look like Toy Story characters. And they're out there. The game is like fully, it's a simulation of... Or not a similar... like what is it like when it's fully updated like it's bro when you watch that Toy Story game it's the same outcome as all the same plays that are being ran in real How did life they do that isn't that crazy <laughs> yeah. and there's even camera angles where it's in Travis Etienne's head bro and he's like running through but all the other players are Toy Story characters isn't that insane what isn't that just like the coolest shit ever bro I like when I'm seeing that I'm like you can watch the entire Jags game. And, get like, you know exactly what's happening in real life, but you're watching it in Toy Story. And then, apparently, like, when there's commercial breaks and huddles and stuff, it's, like, all the, like, Toy Story characters all come into the screen and, like... Just make an appearance. And I wonder like, if
1: the kids are going to watch football now because it's isn't Toy that, Story. Isn't
0: that just like a cool concept? Yeah. I think it's so genius. And I think that it's like technology, it just shows you how far technology is. And um, I'm sure there'll be a little bit of a delay. Like there's probably like a, a minute delay or something like that because yeah. you got to make it update in an animated version.
1: But it's like. Or if they go to the stadium and like set up all the cameras and shit and then like it's live, like it's a live feed, but they just. Orientated to where it's animated. Yeah,
0: I got to I got to show you like the video I saw because it's insane. Like just watching how the details. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's like it's a real football field on Andy's floor, and it's like you got all the Jags players like as toys, like little like Toy Story characters. Dude, it's it's a really cool concept um shout out to disney plus i guess or the nfl for doing that i think it's really cool bro i honestly um can't wait to watch my team it's a weird collab never thought i ne-
1: never saw that one coming but sure yeah run honestly, with it
0: yeah no i'm excited to watch this game for sure i'm not yeah. going to watch the whole game like on that mode but um it will be definitely pretty cool to like see you know highlights from it and shit. yeah um what i'm excited to see is those heavy hitters Mm. like if somebody like if a Jags player like lays out one of the atlanta falcons players bro i want to see how do that they animate like, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like does his like toy arm fall off or something like in the <laughs> thing so um i'm excited bro i think they're gonna put some weird little twists and stuff in there so yeah. um even though this is coming out after this game has already been played like you know obviously it'll be on youtube or something mm-hmm. if anyone wants to watch it or whatever but i'm super excited for it um and it's a morning game tomorrow so that i'm 30 a.m yeah, yeah nine thirty. um also it could be going on for the next week because the Jags play two weeks in London. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it could be going on for this next London game too. I'm not sure. Uh, But if so, then check them out this Sunday too because they're going to be playing the Bills, I believe, in London. So, um, yeah, man, I'm super hyped about it. I think it's a cool concept and I just want to mention it on here and just tell you I'm excited. I think it'll be cool looking. Yeah, it's cool that we're like one of the, I think this is like one of the first times they're doing it too. So I think it's cool that we're one of the first teams to kind of get this like special treatment. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah. Go Jags, baby. All right. I talked a little bit of shit in the early parts, but... Um, yeah, it'll be all right. I man. had to get that, that off my happens. chest, bro. I, mean, I had to get off my chest. I'm not passionate about a fan. I love this team, Being bro. a Jags okay. fan, it's
1: it's hard.
0: It is so. a difficult lifestyle, man. It's a love-hate for, relationship. For sure, man. But this is a Jaguars podcast through and through, man. We're always supporting our boys. We're always supporting the hometown. Um, how about we jump into this episode, Let's bro? get into it. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. So uh, we got a very special guest coming through the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Um, one with just an incredible story, Um tons of free game in this one so uh all y'all stay tuned man this is going to be a super dope conversation hope you all to hear it let's go what up what up what up OGs welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions podcast this is episode 77 going down right now at the OG HQ um, let's go ahead and jump right into this one, man. I am super stoked about this episode. Uh, please join me in welcoming today's guest, Nico, for real.
2: Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, everybody. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling really good, man. I'm feeling great. I'm glad uh, we got the time to uh, make this happen finally.
0: Dude, I'm excited about this episode. Um, You me gave too, me a man. quick little rundown of your story and everything that you know, um, you've know. you been through and stuff like that, and then I got a chance to check out your music and... Um, very new to the game. Like, yes, damn, bro, the motion is insane. I mean, you popped up out of nowhere. Like, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, uh, for me, I feel like I've got a pretty good grip on the artist scene in Jacksonville and who's popping and who's got connections and this, that, and the other. Um, but when you popped up, I was like, whoa, okay, this dude's in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. It got to get him on the pod as yeah. soon as possible. Um, I
2: appreciate that, man. Yeah, that was that was the um, you know, that was the goal. That was um, the intention was to you know, uh, build up you know, content and and songs and then, uh, you know, do my rollout, drop my song and then everyone should be like, who is this kid? Where is he? Where is he? at?" You know, and just really interact with everybody that I could uh, possibly like through Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, and really tap in with everybody and follow as many people as I could. And, you know, really let everybody know that I'm from the city and, you know, making music and I'm trying to network and <laughs> mm-hmm. do stuff with people. So how much you know.
1: content? And how much time did you spend before you decided to like actually come out? You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: so it was crazy, man. So you know, um, I moved up to Jacksonville um, for for an opportunity um, after getting out of prison um, because uh, just didn't want to be around the same, you know, area. You know what I mean? Just because I knew that um, it's just so easily to jump back into hustling and getting back in the street and because the money's just so good and you know that you got people that were have been doing it the whole time that you were in there you know what i mean you're out and they're like what's up man Come yeah. get this my, let's go and you know and it's like damn they're you know, still like you know what i mean it's like that sounds good but I, there's no way you know what i mean yeah. there's no possible way that i'm <laughs> so um you know i had the opportunity to come up here and um for a business opportunity and I came up here and moved up here and uh, instantly as soon as I came up here I want. I, I when I was of course we'll talk about that but when I was in prison you know you know all I did was write music and you know focus on my brand and my sound and you know what I'm gonna push when I get out and it was super important to me like when I got up here to start right away you know find an engineer that was number one find an engineer that is solid you know has that real big studio sound that i'm looking for um consistent reliable um and hungry you know and um it took me a while not gonna lie it did and not saying that there isn't anybody like that in the city it's just um it's just so hard to tap in with people when you're brand new you know what i mean and it's just like it doesn't matter how many dms you send and how many comments and everything and how good you are. It's like, you don't have anything yet to prove that on your page. You know what I mean? So it's like, but let me call you real quick and I'm going to sing you this song that I have written. Show yeah. you how good it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you sound like just one of them. You know? Yeah. Like I'm just trying to, yeah. So, you know, uh, but I, I finally did, um, tap in with Danny. Uh, he goes by love kills and, um, he, uh, he's actually an artist too. Um, he does like a shoegaze, uh, Midwest emo type punk rock band and I actually play bass for him in that band live. Um, oh, that's cool. Oh, you play yeah. bass? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I play bass and guitar and drums. Wow. Yeah, cool. wow, bro. yeah so um I help him out with that. He he does everything from scratch too. Um he does uh, all of his album art, like all uh, everything, recording, um all the guitars, all the drums, all the videos, everything. Like he's super super talented. Um he's he's really a a very slept on artist and uh, engineer and producer in Jacksonville, but he wow. definitely has a a very bright future for sure. I mean, if you listen to Movie Love, um, anybody I I have you know a couple of friends that are in the industry, and you know they listen to Movie Love, and they say it. it there's no point for you to even go to a a huge big studio and spend fifteen ten thousand fifteen dollars fifteen thousand dollars on a doing a single that's going to come out and maybe be just a tiny bit better than this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Because there's not really too much more that you can do, you know, because we... Uh, Movie Love was um, a song that uh, I wrote when I was locked up, and um, it was just finding the right producer and the right way to write the beat around it. Because it's right. like, you know, and you write a song, it's like you write the beat in your head, and then it's just like you got the tempo, and, you know. Do you,
1: you think it sounds like what you had? Oh, envisioned? absolutely. Really? Yeah,
2: of course. Yeah, it's like... Was it hard to get it there? Oh, yeah. It was it was difficult. It was super difficult. And the, a lot of my songs, I, I'm actually... Um, what what I'm doing now is I'm taking, like, bits and pieces of... Because I've, I've wrote so much when I was in there that I'm taking like bits and pieces of what I wrote now and really like breaking it down and using it in different stuff. Mm -hmm. But I have uh, five songs now, like solid songs, that I wrote in there that I recorded. And that's what I've been working on for the past year. Why did you Danny. choose
0: movie love to be the first single like that you dropped? It's kind of your own, you know, I mean, technically that was the first single you dropped, correct? Yeah. Um, why did you choose it? Choose that one. Cause you've also done a couple other like covers of like, you know, exchange by Bryson Tiller yeah. or whatever. I want to talk about those as well, but.
2: So um, with movie love, the reason um, why I dropped movie Love first was because it just has that feeling of like, you know, this can go anywhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean like is the next song gonna be a bryson Taylor cover, or is it gonna be um something hard you know what i mean is it gonna be you know something acoustic or does it put
0: you in a box right away yeah it, like, exactly I mean, kind of leaves like an open book like you can really do whatever you want with this canvas now yeah um i agree with that i think they it, it's difficult to put that song in a specific genre mm-hmm. um i do love the the Way your voice sounds in it. I'll give you that, man. Like the, the, whoever engineered that song, was it? Love yeah, kills? that's, yeah, that's Danny. Yeah. That yeah. Shit was, Love kills. That shit was fire, yeah, man. man like, Cause
2: that, that was, that's another thing, um, you know, that I worked on so much when I was locked up was my tone and the sound of my voice, Yeah, because that is, um, really, you know, a huge percentage of the performance and, you know, the way it sounds is the tone. And that's what really, you know, catches the people's ear you know what i mean and really makes you stand out and you're unique you know if you listen to any artist that's really popping or doing big it's like you know that that's them yeah you know what i mean and um you know um
1: would you say that you're um you're versatile like that like you said you can do acoustic you can do rap you can do like a Bryson Tiller exchange cover yeah, play yeah. three instruments. Like, yeah. bro, come on. like, yeah, exactly. Like, so, do you, do you put yourself in a specific genre? Like, would you no, say you're a rapper? Or? Well,
2: I, I, I would say that I rap, you know what yeah. I mean? I wouldn't say that I'm a rapper. I would say that I rap, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an entertainer. Like you that. know what I mean? That's, <clears throat> that's really where, cause I have plans for so uh, many different genres that I'm going to, you know, dabble in when I release. And, and then going back to that, like, that's why Movie Love was really the choice of, okay, this one, you know, really lets everyone know, like, okay, I can dabble in everything. And, you know, this is going to be somewhere that, you know, that takes you to, you don't know yet, yeah. you know, until like, I yeah. drop the next one. yeah. So, sure. um, yeah, it was... Um, it was hard to choose, you know, definitely, because I love them all so much, like the ones that I have. Yeah. And I was like, and, and to be honest with you, Movie movie Love isn't my favorite song that I have. And that's another huge reason why I didn't drop it first is because, you know, you see a lot of artists and you see a lot of people that, you know, they go to the studio or they have a song written and they work on it for a little bit and they have it recorded and it's done and they're just so excited about it that they just release it or, you know... They just go go a premature route with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know um, sitting on it for a little bit, you know, going back to the studio and then getting some more music. Do you and think that
1: the timing plays a big role?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, timing is everything, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it's 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 all just how the universe works out, dude. It's 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 you have to really be dedicated though, because it, you. You have to survive in life. You know, most people have to go to work and most people have to, you know, provide for their family or what they have going on. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to maintain what you have to do while you're doing that. Because it's like, okay, you go home from work all day and then it's like you want to take a shower and you want to just like chill and, you know, chill with the wife or whatever or the husband or whatever the case may be. And you really have to decide, or right, am I going to do that? Or am I going to go sit at the laptop and do this? You know what I mean? And then a lot of people choose to go to the couch. You the know, easy know what I mean? Route. Yeah. And then another thing is it, 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 it's a huge thing on your partner too. Cause it's like, you have to have some, a support system when you're doing, you have to have people that really believe in you, not like really like you. You have to have people that really believe in you, that really see, the vision that know like okay these you know dollars that we're spending like these last dollars that are making us eat ramen noodles tonight like to spend on this is going to be worth it uh in two three four years whenever the case may be um and you know, it's, it's hard, it's super hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, if what it was thing, easy,
1: everybody would do exactly. it. Exactly.
2: And you know, that's, that's another thing too, is that it's like people don't really under people that never had to, you know, really yeah. go through struggle and trials and tribulations. And, you know, you know, the way that life throws things at you, it, it's just, they, some people are just naive about, you know, what other people have to go through to do things. And, you know, at the same time. It's tough, man. It's it, it's a it's a hard road. Like being an artist is it's it's an oversaturated market right now, and I mean that's just the truth. It's sad, you know what I mean. But that's just what it is, and it's a beautiful thing. People make music. Like it's of. I love music. I love seeing new artists. I love hearing good music. You know what I mean. It's just um, you got people that you know have all types of intentions jumping into it. And you know how are you going to be
0: different? It's like so difficult. Like you're saying it's so saturated. Like, bro, like Exactly. got to be different. You got to stand out. You got to find that like specific niche for yourself. That, exactly. Um, people can say, instead of comparing you to an artist, people are starting to compare artists to you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, dude, I love that point you made about just, like, coming home from work and being exhausted. Like, that's the story of this fucking podcast, bro. You know, me and Joey both have jobs outside of this shit, mm. and, you know, this is our dream. This is what we want to do, and it's, like, the same thing, man. It's, like, you come home from work, and it's, like, yeah, the only thing you want to do is fucking take a shower and <laughs> literally go to bed most days. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, for real. But then it's, like, you know, you end up staying up that extra four hours to make sure that, the, you know, listeners get their episode every week. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the fucking world because I love the process. I love everything about it. Um, yeah,
2: you and have to think- have that fiery passion. For exactly. It, right? That's the, that's the difference. That's, I think because that's because what it is. I yeah. love
1: when Nick calls me at 11 PM talking about, Hey, do you think I should put this here? And- yeah, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and I'm, I'm that like, type yeah. of guy
2: too, bro. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because like, I do that with everybody that I have on my team. Like I'll be like, Hey, like I'll hit my designer up and be like, yo, like, this is what I thought for this, 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 this. Then like I'll send them like fonts and like you know reference images and stuff yeah. like that. And then like I'll hit my producer up or my engineer and it'll be like, "Yo, I want to do this and or, or I want to do this or you know whatever the case may be." And um, yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, I keep uh floating off in the space right now. No, dude, you're good, of, man. Uh, I
0: wanna I wanna kind of tangle back, bro. Because yeah. um. You know, your story is so fucking cool, bro. We touched on it a little bit, and just um, everything, you know, just from the start of you growing up in Broward County, am I correct? That's where you came yeah, from, Yeah, right? yeah, that's where I was born, um, Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, that's such a crazy, like, environment just to, to grow up in, period. Um, and I can only imagine some of the stuff that you went through, you know, during your childhood and things like that. Did you ever – so you were playing instruments, I'm sure, well before you ever went to prison or whatever. Yeah. Um, so did – during that time, like, were, were you a kid playing
2: instruments? Were you, like, a – uh, was that kind of like your outlet? Yeah. Okay. So, um, what happened was, uh, so when I was when I was young, you know, when my dad was in prison, when I was a kid, and I I was um, in Broward, I was in Hollywood. I lived in uh, right outside of Carver Ranches on um, 56th Street, um, in um, Hollywood Hills apartment complex, and um,
1: is that the hood over
2: there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I was I was definitely one of the only like white people you know white families that were over there yeah you know um but i got embraced right away i mean like literally it i remember i remember like it was yesterday we literally moved over there because that's where my my nana is an italian immigrant and she moved um, directly over to florida and you know she wasn't really too aware of like, you know, the area. And then you have to t- you have to understand that back then like in the 80s and the 70s like it wasn't as bad as it is now. You know what I mean? And um you she just she bought that 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 apartment and it was in the family for a long time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we happened to be there, you know. And um you know, everyone in the neighborhood knew her, you know, she was like the Italian Nana that would like make meatballs for everybody (laughs) and like when fresh baked bread and all types of stuff. And, um, but besides that, like when we first moved in there, it was summertime and we moved in, we went to the pool and, um, I remember we were in the pool and I sang, um, Alicia Keys. Um, if some people want it all. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, I started singing in the pool and all like the little girls started coming over and then like all the moms are like,
1: who's that? Who's that? <laughs>
2: you know, and, and they're all over there and then ever since then, like I was real cool with everybody there. Were you, you hitting them notes? notes? No, yeah. yeah. Alicia Keys. Uh, oh was yeah. Was tough, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Alicia Keys, man. Oh yeah. I could sing, sing. Like, I have all different types of voices. Like the, like, you know, this is not like my highest register I can sing, like Nico for real. Like the the music that I'm, p- I'm putting out, I can sing in a high register, <laughs> especially when I was young. Like, I was like hitting those notes. Yeah, bro. that's dude, I was that's, up there. Were you hitting them Whitney
1: Houston notes sir?
2: Yes, dude. <laughs> I was there, bro. I was there, bro. That's I was hitting dope. those Crazy. Whitney Houstons, bro. That's dope. Yeah, man. man, for sure. I don't know if I can hit him now. Probably in a falsetto. So um when I was locked up, you know, you do get like um nicknames, you know what I mean? Like it's just something that just happens, you know what I mean? And um <laughs> When I was in there, you know, um, I'm always I always used to say for real all the time. Like I'd be like, "Yo, for real, for real, man, for real," and you know, everyone would just make fun of me, be like, "For real, for real," and um, you know, I I ended up being like one of the realest people that a lot of people I've met, and just like you know, really exceeded a lot of people's expectations when it comes to um, things that matter in prison, in yeah. jail. You know what I mean? Because there is um, like a narrative on it for like white boys in prison, you know. And, you know, I I definitely beat the shit out of that. You know, what's that the narrative? narrative. Uh, the narrative is basically, you know, you're a white boy. You're you're either breaking it off, or you're got to be in a gangbang. You got you got to be gangbanging or you're. Yeah um you got some type of motion going on you know what i mean but it's it's harder for white boys man oh yeah big big time dude because it's not it's not um our territory in there. you're the minority exactly you took the words right out of my mouth dude yeah so i don't want to go to prison so yeah dude (laughs) yeah we're the minority in there so it's it's a lot harder for you to like Sh- prove yourself and show that you're a real one Make friends you know maybe me.
1: also
0: just kind of like the just just you know it's kind of like you there is a um opinion formed about you before you've even really spoken anything oh yeah you know?
2: absolutely
0: um, but i i think that I think it also may depend on like which area, which jail you're in. You know, you're in the Broward County. Is this is this in Broward County?
2: Oh yeah, Broward County jail. Okay, yeah. so
0: if you're in Broward County, I think I'm. You know, I have like a. Like I have a funny. Know, like, <laughs> oh, that's been in, like scared, like scared straight. Yeah, yeah like it the is top ten
2: worst jails to be at, and it's like number three, <laughs> dude. It's, so, but, it's. I was in there for two years, man. Yeah, I'm fucked. And two so years,
0: that, bro. That area, you know, I'm sure that probably you probably are the minority. Um, yeah, but absolutely. if you were up in a jail and like. I don't even know what fucking white area, but like maybe ne- like Nebraska or some shit or like Ohio. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's um,
2: definitely, you got those areas where, you know, you there's, like, there's, there's, there's yeah. exceptions for stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Of course. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, it's not, it's not a good one because when it comes to that, it's like when then, when, when the, when the white people are in charge or something, it's, like some white supremacist, or you know, some KKK, and then that's who the leaders are, like a white supremacy, you know, it's always some gang fucked up shit of yeah, that, yeah, pr- sure. yeah of for that sure. prison. Like they're the the main gang that's really calling the shots in that prison, and then so
0: you are kind of the and then you
2: fall your, under that demographic. Yeah, yeah you don't want to you know? go under exactly. That. exactly. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like lose, lose, no matter yeah. what. You know? It's, do you
1: feel like you have to prove yourself to like
2: survive? Absolutely absolutely and it sucks because it's like you don't you don't want to ever have to prove yourself to anybody you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like the only person that matters is you but when you um be realistic about the situation you know what i mean and you realize like okay this is something that i did you know what i mean i got myself in this situation and and these are the tools to survive as much as like i don't want to have to do these things you know what i mean i have to survive i have to make it home you know
0: what was i'm sorry for cut you off but um what was your lifestyle like before you know you went to jail or how old were you when you when you went to jail for the first how time did you
1: go mm-hmm. to jail let's talk about that
0: well i was trying to circle back into that but yeah. i just wanted yeah. to know like what like what was his lifestyle like before he went to jail yeah, Like children, why, what yeah, kind yeah. of led up to like you know did you know that you were going to be going to jail like no not no,
2: well you know uh, uh, when you're living that life of course you 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 know everybody's looking over their shoulder and looking in the rear view all the time. You know what I mean? You're just paranoid. Because, what do
0: you mean by that life? I'm just curious.
2: Um,
0: you don't have to be specific. Yeah, yeah. Like just,
2: just um, you know, in just. The kind yeah, of thing, in the streets. Yeah, in the street, just, man. Yeah. Just hustling and, yeah. you know, doing, you know, it's just, you're always looking over your shoulder, like no mm-hmm. matter what. You know what I mean? So. um, um, How old were you when you went to jail for the first time? I was, uh, when I went to the detention center, I was 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And how old are you right now? I'm 30 right now. I just, okay. I just turned 30. So, um, happy yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Well, no, no, no. no. It's <laughs> my birthday's coming up, actually. What day? So it's my In December. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mine's yeah, the yeah four <laughs> So happy birthday to you, then. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, you know, you're, you, yeah, you're always looking over your shoulder and you're always paranoid no matter what, you know what I mean? so it's like, um, you can't really, you're going to, you're going to, you know, do your thing, you know what I'm saying? But there's always that thought, yeah, of course, that, you know, that you might go to jail. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that thought and you're just, you're... Delusional. You're, yeah, you're right, delusional. Yeah. You're nice. Is that you mean, why you, you went to stupid. the
1: detention center was for being out there in the Street? Well,
2: like when I was going to the detention center, that was like more like my you know, um, little league stage, you know what I mean? It was like the bad kids that I was hanging out with at that time. And like, we were like breaking in cars and, you know, dumb stuff, dumb, dumb stuff. And, but nothing too crazy or major, you know what I mean? And uh, like, we'd go in there and like the way that you go in there for 21 days and um, then you come out and you got to go through like a probational period and you know uh you got to do community service and you got to go in you got to get drug tested and it's like a whole process Mm -hmm. that you have to go through and then you're in the system you know what i mean like your their eyes on you because down there it's just a whole different world you know what i mean like broward and miami like it's just they're like their police and all that is they're souped up man you know what i mean it's not like your average you know Dunkin' Donut, like yeah. hanging out in the parking lot. Cop, Nick. It's these I'm guys good, yeah. are these guys are like really infiltrating yeah. shit down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so all they gotta
0: do is just like get eyes on you, look you up in the system, and they see you've got a record. It's like you're yeah. immediately a target. Yeah. And, um. And and I think we've all kind of heard the stories about like the Broward County Police. You know. What yeah. I mean? Of course, that's, dude. That's where a lot of these big name artists come from. I mean, let's dude, just Dude, and speak, it's let's funny. I,
2: I that's one thing I was gonna bring up too is when I was in the county jail um i remember like i always tell everybody this story um i was in b2 in the conti john conti facility and um it was just regular daytime it was like after chow after lunch so it was like around like 1 30 2 o'clock and me and like a buddy of mine were sitting like by the chairs and and this dude walks in and he's got, you know, his little dreads. And half of them are blonde on one side and half of them are black. And we're like, who is this little Uzi Vert-looking dude, you know? And it happened to be XXX, Tentation. Yeah. Damn. Oh, crazy. God, yeah. Bro, so what? we were in the dorm with him for, like, almost two, three weeks. Did you speak with him? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because I'm a, a dude. Like, I, I, I had been in that specific cell already for like a year you know what i mean everybody knew like i was like the justin bieber of the cell dude like i would do like concerts like before chow and i do like we do like talent shows and all types of stuff i'd always be in the cell like beating on the bunk and like singing like the hook with someone rapping yeah you know what i mean sick, so like everybody like knew like oh you gotta like tap in with them you know what, what i mean what was he like i mean he, he was, was a, cool like he you know you could tell like you said dude like i don't care what anybody says bro Unless you're, you know, just someone who doesn't give a fuck about anything in life. Like, you're going to be scared going into jail. You know what I mean? You're in jail. You know what I mean? Like, just just be real. You know what I mean? Like, don't have a complex about it. Anybody's going to have... And it doesn't even have to necessarily be like, you're scared for your life. You're outnumbered, bro. Like, you're not wrong for saying that you're scared for being in jail, It's you against everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? And until you, like obtain the knowledge and the way of living in there which you can only do from going there not Mm -hmm. from someone telling you or whatever you know that's the only way that you progress you know what i mean so um you know while i was in there while i was in the cell with uh x it's crazy because you know we were showing each other songs and stuff like that. And he would tell me, like, I had already been, like I said, I'd already been locked up for, like, a little bit. So I wasn't, and in the county jail, it's different from prison. Like, prison, you have more of a way to tap in with the world, tune in. Like, county jail, like, you're pretty, like, locked locked out yeah. unless you're like on the phone or you're just like That's on surprising. the TV and then like Duval, Duval County outside. doesn't even have a t- like TVs in their county jail. Wow. Yeah. There's no TVs in the county jail. Have you been like, to Duval County Jail? I haven't but <laughs> I've been locked up and I'm so many I'm friends with so many people oh, okay. from Jacksonville just from being in prison. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've gotten so close like one of my best friends in life is from Jacksonville and he does my tattoos and stuff and it's funny because he used to tattoo me in there and now he tattoos me outside. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. cool. Yeah, that's a good connection. Yeah,
0: um, so I think it's interesting because you would. I, it, I think the perception would be that if you're in prison, it's kind of like a, a you know it's harder to get into prison than it is to get in county jail. Am I correct?
2: What what the
0: like like you'd have to do a worse crime to go to prison as opposed to going to like a county jail?
2: Well, no, you have to go through the county jail no matter what. Oh, got you. Okay, yeah. So I, like, I just as, felt like
0: the the perception would be that um you would have less access to the world if you're in prison
2: yeah no it's the complete opposite so like the county jail is like everyone has to go to the county jail no matter what you do like if you're in you know uh, alabama and you you know catch a murder case there and you come to florida and then you get pulled over here you know what i mean they you go to the county jail here and then they extradite you back to Alabama, and then you go to the county jail there, and then that's when, you, when you're when you going to trial and you're going to court, you're in the county jail, and you're awaiting your sentencing. And then when you get gotcha. sentenced, it's like two, three weeks from then. They ship you on a bus, and then you go to every um, region has a reception center. There's, I think, four, I believe, in Florida now. And um, so, like, depending on where you're from, where your county's at, you'll go to this distinct reception center and then that's your like first initial like real prison that you're in Got and that's you. when you get booked in you get your number you get your head shaved you get you know all your your blues and everything else you know what I mean all your paperwork your medical it's like a huge exhausting process it's so crazy and it's it's funny story too because um so while I was in the county jail, I was also bunkies with Cool. I don't know if you guys know who Cool is, but that's Kodak's um, best, like one of his best friends. Really? Yeah, it's like one of his right hand mans. Like, oh my if, God. if you listen to any Kodak song, like not any Kodak's, song, but majority of them, like he shouts him out. And <laughs> he was my so bunkie funny. for a little bit. And yeah. when I tell you this man earned his name, like the coolest coolest guy in the world yeah man one of the nicest people I've ever met still to this day in my life shout out cool yeah and do you um, keep in
1: contact with him at all or no
2: so you know while we were in there you know he got Duke from Kodak you know shouting him out and always you know pushing pushing him you know dude I can't even tell you how much mail this this guy used to get dude seriously bro stacks and stacks and stacks bro like Pictures and pictures and pictures and pictures and pictures. Shout
1: out Kodak for... Is that like... Yeah, Kodak. I
2: mean, oh my God, bro. Like, I was, like I was um, there in the beginning. This was in 2015. And we actually ended up going to court at the same time. Same exact time. Took our time on the same exact day. And uh, came back, you know, to the county jails sick. Like, oh, my God, because I took, you know, 10 to 10, and he had took 15 mm. at plea, plea deals. And, like, the way the plea deal works is, like, you know, the prosecutor works with you and your lawyer on a plea so you don't go to trial and get, you know, the maximum sentence, you know. So we were sick, and then we were we were in there, and <clears throat> we were at different in different dorms at this time, at this point. But uh, we actually ended up leaving on the same day, too. So <laughs> we go on the bus on the same day to go to prison but it was it was good to be like with someone that I was like cool with and yeah. like comfortable with you know what I mean cause I was fucking stressing dude That's I'm talking crazy. about when I'm when I'm like cause you gotta ima- dude I was in the county jail for two years so like you can't even imagine like how much fucking stories and bullshit I've heard about prison and like oh, yeah. how many people are like oh, you know what I mean and I was just like fuck bro what were you most scared of about going to prison ah uh, dying
1: I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
2: making it out, dude. You know what I mean? Anything else is, like, whatever. Like, I'll fucking take it. Like, I just want to survive, dude. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be anything sexual. Any sexual. You know what I mean? That's just a fucking nightmare, dude. Yeah, bro. And that's another thing that white boys really have to deal with in there and really... Standard you got to really fucking, if you're not tough, you're going to be tough then, or you're going to be taken advantage of. It's as mm. simple as that, dude. It's crazy, Yeah, it's bro. fucking insane. So on that bus ride, dude, I was so, dude, I, I was fucking shaking like a fucking stripper on in that on that in that seat, dude. Like, can't even tell you, dude. And, and then when you get there, it's like, they have a whole routine of like, you know, uh like the way they run prison is very similar to military like everything is military time military, you know everything is it's the same thing you know what i mean and um so they come on the bus like everybody head straight and you're gonna gotta get off the bus in a single file line and then they make you stand and they say dick to butts dick to butts Damn. so you gotta stand like that close to somebody like in single file line when you get out like i'm not kidding what'd you, you say say that again Dick the butts. Dick the butts. Hell, no. Nah. What <laughs> the <laughs> fuck?
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, that is the craziest shit. <laughs> you nah. getting off the bus is your first intro to jail or prison. It's like, oh, my. Dick yeah. to butts. I, I think anybody would be shaking in their boots in that moment. And at this
2: point, you already knew what your sentence was yeah right i knew so, i wasn't coming home anytime soon my what was your sentence if you don't uh, want me asking uh it was it was almost 10 exactly 10 years almost like the sentence like with you know the county time and my time served and everything wow but you don't really know until you go into to see classification like and like once you get to the reception center you'll go see classification they'll be like okay they break down the timing and your gain time and be like this is what your progressive release date is now which is like this is what your release day would be if you don't fuck up mm-hmm. and you stay in line and you don't do this. How and, much know, of a difference is it if you if you're perfect? Oh, it depends on, on um what you you how much time. time you have because yeah. it's a percentage. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, it's it's like they take like ten percent off, I think, of your time. Fifteen percent, I can't really remember. Right now, I know it's changed. They're tr- definitely like they're trying to change it because it's Florida is one of the worst states with it. Like, you serve 85% of your time in Florida, and there's only a couple of states in the country that do that, that you have to serve that much time of your sentence. Like, so it should be lower. Oh, yeah, dude. If you go to like California, you believe California is 50. Or forty yeah. percent. if you look at so you California, get ten years, that, you do five, and you only only do like almost like about four years off of a ten year sentence. But
0: look at the current crime rate in or in California. Like I would also say that like there's probably people in California that don't really learn their lesson because oh, no, they statute. have a three
2: strike rule in California. Like your third strike, like third felony, like you're fucked. Oh, okay. like you're getting really? like yeah, you're getting like twenty five plus. Yeah, they have a three strike law there. Like that's because it was so I bad. Mean, yeah, third strike, pro. It's like, yeah, come on. you know what I mean? You can't keep killing people. Uh, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah,
0: Third's yeah. Really <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If
2: Maybe. you don't, because if, if you don't, dude, to me, like, you know, if you don't learn your lesson the first time after, you know, and and like I said, I went through something that's decade, different bro. from a lot of, yeah, like, yeah. you know, two years, three years, you know, who I don't know what would happen. I yeah. didn't do two years. You know what I mean? I did a lot of time, so I know that that's not even an option is dabbling back in anything like that. You know what I mean? So some people have no choice, but you know what I mean? There's always a choice, bro, especially this day and age. There's always a choice. You learned your lesson. Yeah, absolutely. And you
0: were so young too. Did you, when you were in there, were you ever kind of feeling like you're the, um, you know, you're like the young, the the new guy in school. You know, you're like the young guy. You're like the fresh blood type of Oh, guy. yeah. It's you like,
2: always feel like that, dude. Because I'm, the, is it I'm all the, the ages, or is it like, oh, are you guys all together? So the way that it works, right, is they have, um, they. Th- through, like, you know, prisoners and mates, we call it jit camps. You know, it's like youth offender camps, and, um, they, I heard that they don't do it anymore, but these were, like, certain prisons that you go to, like, if you committed a crime, if you were, you know, really young, you know what I mean? Like, even between, like, the ages of, like, eight, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, you know what I mean? You don't see that many of them, but there is young kids, 10, 11, 12, and those ones all the way up until you're 20 or 18, they're at one prison, and then at the regular camps, they have a section that's between 18 and 23 so that's like the jit okay. side of like okay. the the you know what i mean but sometimes you f- you fall through that, They fall through the cracks, and you just end up going to the regular side. You know what I mean? It's just, we, dude, it's With wild west. Man. Yeah, but that's where you want to be, really. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel I like the
1: think... younger people they have more of like something to prove. that yeah. like, they want to be absolutely, more and they're just
2: they're yeah. so wild, dude. Like the older people, like they've they already have a life or they've done a lot of time, and they're like, this is their life, dude. They're just chilling. They don't want no fucking. It's their home. They don't want. No... Yeah, they don't want all this bullshit. Yeah. Like yeah. all this, you know what I mean? So that's that's definitely the the route that you would want to go. You know what I mean? Did That's, you have
0: a lot of connections with people on the outside world whenever you're in there? Like, was there people that you wanted to talk to?
2: Dude, I'll tell kind of? you something, dude. Right. So when, when, when we got off that bus that day, you know, I have a, my mom and dad still, you know what I mean? My dad, you know, remarried and he's divorced from her now, but he had, um, a child with her. who's my little brother. And at this time, he was, like, maybe, like, 10, 11, you know? And he would write me letters letters when I was in the county jail. Uh, my girlfriend at the time uh, was gone. Like, she was fucking third weekend. Like, it wasn't even, you know? And, um... My like, I come from Italian family, you know what I mean. You can't dabble into it too much, but like going to prison, yeah. like they'd be like, you know, it's like going to college, you know what I am saying? So it's like, I got, <laughs> I got, like the, I got to the tough love of it from like my my you know family side because they're going through their own struggles too. Like yeah. they're not fucking good, you know. So it was it was bad, dude. Like I didn't have fucking nobody, bro. When I tell you no, but dude, I had like one of my good friends' moms. Her name is Yvette Ruas. Shout out Yvette um my homeboy danny ruiz he was the one he was in there with me with x too at the time he'll tell you that story um his mom looked out for me so much like my first couple of months in prison like until i got on my feet like dude she because i didn't have any but like the way that the phones work when you get to prison is the people that you talk to have to have a phone bill like they have to have a legit line like whether it be like verizon or at&t it has to be a a legit phone line and then they have to send that bill in and then it has to get approved by like the prison board and then you can add that person to your list to be able to call Mm -hmm. and like i didn't have anyone that would even fucking think about doing that dude like nobody wow that's tough so yeah dude and you know i burned a lot of bridges when i was out there dude i was dumb kid you know what i mean i never really personally fucking you know ever try to intentionally hurt anybody but i did stupid shit that Mm -hmm. did you know ended up you know hurting people so um you know it sucked though because i have a huge heart dude i'm such a good person dude and i i i love everybody you know what i mean and i i really the only thing i do hate is hate so it's like crazy you know but so i went in and um i didn't have anybody at the time and uh i wish i had my wife now dude we talk about that all the time like my me and my fiance she's the best thing that's ever happened to me but dude if i had her when i was then like dude I, i don't even know like but at do you the think same it would have time, the process harder or easier? Uh, way easier, way easier. But at the same time, like I say, like everything happens for a reason, and mm-hmm. like that, if that time was easy for me, like I wouldn't be the person that I am right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? If I didn't go through the things that I went through,
0: yeah. What do you think was your biggest lesson that you or your biggest takeaway from being in jail?
2: Um, was to fucking just stay in your lane, dude, and 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 find a a legal. Um, way to take care of your family because there's so many like routes that you can take to invest in and like dude you know it doesn't you it, it, really the biggest takeaway is 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 humbling yourself dude and like coming out of there and not having a complex and being the person that can you know go and be a fry cook and go and be a dishwasher and go and work at McDonald's if you have to you have to do what you have to do bro mm-hmm. you have people that have a complex like i'll never be a server or i'll never work at starbucks or i'll never work at mcdonald's while they're sitting there doing nothing yeah or they're just comfortable in their life that they have they they work at fucking chase bank and they drive a they just bought a brand new camry and you know they they live in an apartment they pay 1500 dollars a month and they're just comfortable there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they don't want more in life because they're scared of losing what they have you know what i mean and it's crazy the people that don't want more you know what i mean they're just cool with this you know what i mean like do you remember where you were when you heard that uh xxx died um yeah dude I was um I was actually in Miami. At I was in the Reentry Center in um actually I wasn't. You know where I was? I was in Putnam County, Polacca, which is not too far from here. Mm-hmm. I was in the Putnam County I was in the Putnam um by Putnam CI. Um one of the the dopest prisons i went through like when i was in prison like just it was it was dope dude it was why dude i can sit here and tell <laughs> you like the craziest stories dude like but dude do you have you guys seen the, the movie white boy rick hell
1: no mm-hmm. i don't watch movies okay I've so movie like
2: white boy yet. rick is like this huge um drug dealer like he was like a kid a drug dealer he was a kid in detroit like in the 80s and like it was a huge story it blew up and um it was a movie. They made it a movie, and Matthew McConaughey's in it. A bunch of different actors, and the guy who it's based on was at this prison with me. He was in the same dorm as me. No way. Yeah, and that it was like so this dude fun. would be on JPay um, uh, JPay visitor calls with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Like I'm not even bro. kidding you, dude. Was he a cool guy? Like dude, my life is a pipe dream, dude. Like seriously. Insane. I swear to God, bro. And th- so the reason why I liked this p- specific prison so much is because it ha- it was um it was a butterfly wing style dorm, which means like you walk in and then it's just like hallway, hallway, hallway and then you go upstairs and that's the same thing like up there. But they don't have anything closed off how, like, other prisons do. And look at the way it's built. It's different. Like, if you when you walk in, it feels like you're in, like, just an apartment complex. Like, as soon as you walk in, there's, like, a bunch of benches and a 65-inch flat screen right there. Everyone, That's, like, one of the TV rooms. And there's, like, another TV room out around the corner. And there's another TV room upstairs. And you could just, like, float around and, like. But it, and it is, like, it, it's so rare to land at that camp. And I just happened to get put there. And, it, like, dude, they're on your ass. Were like, people happier there? oh yeah dude like there's only it only fits 140 inmates wow yeah so it's like dude if you fuck like they don't play like there's no fucking around here like you're you're gone dude dude i made a three-way phone call bro i made a three-way phone call and i was on a fucking bus like four days later bro sending me to the worst prison
0: Oh, that was your—that was what you did wrong. Yeah, well, I thought you were saying they let him let let you make it because it was such a dope jail. No, no, no. You were on a that's what got what, you in what, trouble. So what? Yeah, what you're that not mean? allowed what to make three-way exactly? calls. Because like, you
2: remember how I was telling you that you have to turn in the phone bill yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. They're you. super crazy about because like victim-wise and like crime-wise about like who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Yeah. So like, they're super against three-way phone calling. Like, how did they find out? They have like a system that monitors it. Got you, yeah. yeah and then sometimes you have people that be listening for real like you have sergeants or whatever that are just like bored as fuck for the night and they're just like i'm gonna go put these on and go listen to uh some and they're conversations. talking about how they killed the <laughs> yeah you know what i mean or talking about how they're gonna smuggle in or whatever yeah. the fucking case may be you know what i mean so like they're super on that dude and like they, how
0: long were you there for
2: four months that's yeah, that, I mean, dude,
0: that's a, that's a nice little bit of time. I mean, it's not a shit ton of time, but dude. I, I bet it felt like a week when you're there, dude. You
2: want to know what's crazy is, um, Mac Miller died at the same around the same time too. R.I.P. Do you Mac remember no. he died around the what? same time as, yeah. as X? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Was and that it push. was in the um, I was there. I remember that like X died, and then um, I can't really I can't remember who who passed away first. I think it was X. I think it was X. Too. And then Mac Miller shortly after, and it was just like what the. Like, I was, like, tripping, dude. Like, it was just so weird, man. It's two legends. And it was so... Like, you got to think of it from my perspective, dude. Like, I was in jail with dude, and, like, I hadn't come out. And this dude became, like, a global phenomenon, dude. that The whole time that I was in there, like, not doing shit, really. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And and that shit used to kill me, dude. Like, you have to have a strong mind, dude, especially in prison when you're doing that much, dude. And, like, to be able to come out here and do what I'm doing, dude, like... It's hard, bro. It's fucking hard to like really make it out of there. Like not just literally physically, but like mentally, dude. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Whenever you came out of jail, do you think you were
2: like hungrier than you ever were? You what know, because, because when you're the in there. The hungriest I've ever been in my because life. Because you're
0: being starved of like that opportunity.
2: So you got to think like when you are in there, the only thing you're thinking about is getting out. You know what I mean? And then that's that's your drive, like, to get out. Like, I can't wait till I get out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this and that and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. But the sad part about all that is, is, you know, you're so focused on getting out. And you're just so happy and so excited to be released. <clears throat> When you, especially when you do that much time, you don't realize how hard reality smacks you in the fucking face the first like two weeks that you're out in the real world again. And dude, if you don't have a strong mind, you'll fall into a deep, deep, deep depression, bro. Deep depression because it, it's you build up so much in your mind when you're doing that 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 time. You you these expectations that you have for yourself are just so high, and, and dude, it's not realistic. It's not, you know what I mean? You can, And it's, if you put it in a sense of realism over time, yeah, then it's realistic. But, you know, when you're in there, you're like, I'm going to do this when I get out. Like, right when I get out, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So when you get out and, like, you don't have a place to live and, like, you don't have a phone. Yeah. And, like, no one really gives a fuck.
0: You don't have a car. You have nothing. It's you, like, have nothing. you have nothing. Whoever picked you up basically from jail. Or,
2: you have nothing, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like. tell Yeah. yeah. Did you have
0: like some kind of. Uh, so when I was in.
2: Um, my brother. When my brother. I was telling you he was. Um, writing me when I was in the county jail. You know what I mean? And he's. 20 now. So. When he turned around like 14. He started writing me like frequently while i was in prison you know and because he didn't have like the phone to be able to do like metro you couldn't have get like a bill and all that shit you know what i mean so he would write me you know what i mean this is like i was still in prison like when that was like the only contact it was like letters and visitation and the phone that's it now it's a lot more and i watched that progression while i was in there that's how long i was in there for <laughs> so um he started writing me and uh, we just created this fucking super type bond because it's like, dude, whoever fucking reaches out to you when you're in that situation and like really cares and like shows love and like is there for you will hold a piece of your heart like forever no matter what dude mm-hmm. were you, you know guys I mean? close before you went in or? well you know we he was young dude you know what I mean like so 10 years old, yeah dude yeah. you know of it's course nice he season. looked up to me huge dude you yeah. know what I mean because I was you know I when I got out of like the hood area and moved up when my dad did get that prison and got the opportunity to open restaurants you know what I mean I moved up to Palm Beach and then I was in a nicer area I was like the rebel kid from down south that was like in this really nice area now mm-hmm. and that's how I started playing music and I started you know playing instruments and like rapping and then doing rock songs with people and like really getting into the like all of it and then i ended up meeting um my best friend in life his name's anthony martone he's like my mentor and manager too but he was in a band called Versa emerge and they were huge dude they were on fuel by ramen which is a um sub label of atlantic oh wow and they were like supposed to be the next paramore like they're torn with paramore like they're their guitarist um, he wrote for Paramore like he's right now they're not a group anymore but um, Blake the guitarist of that band he is a like a composer and a producer and a writer out in LA and he just wrote the whole like almost he, he was a a big part of the Tate McRae album that just came out um, like this past year that went like I don't even know dude like insane insane type of um, stats on it like it nice. to, went like triple platinum and it's grant like won some grammys it's he's he's doing his thing like but i was a part of them like that little crew like i got into that just because of who i was like i was you know i was different from the kids that were around there you know what i mean i was like cooler per se you know what i mean so like that's how i caught their eye because i had started a band and i was 14 and everyone in the band was 14 and our song sounded the better than the 17 18 year old 20 year old kids and, like, they were still a local band. So they were like, oh, who are these guys, you know? And they kind of, like, took us under their wing. And I, I became really close with the drummer. And when they started, you know, shit started getting serious with them, I started touring with them as their merch dude. And I was doing merch for them and setting up all their merch and, like, going all over the place, dude, and all over the world and shit with That's
0: them. Dope. When you were about to finish up your time in prison, you kind of know what your date is. You got it in sight, light at the end of the tunnel. What was your plan what was your first thing that you were like i gotta do this whenever i get out even something as simple as just like going to a specific restaurant or something
2: no yeah it wasn't even that dude it was of course it was the food but it's like when you you know when you get to certain camps and stuff like you can you can touch some good food and you know depending on who you are and what you do you know what i mean so you know i've eaten i ate I ate that motherfucker, like, some really? good meals. Yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. So, it it wasn't too much of food. It was fucking literally going to the studio, bro. Because it was, dude, like, when I tell you every day, all day, like, that's all I did in there was music, bro. Music, music. Even when I'm doing other shit, still music is involved in it somehow. That's so sick, bro. You know what I mean? And I just wrote, 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 wrote. and, dude, I used to sit in, like, the little plastic mirrors they have and just like practice my facial expressions and my pronunciation on certain words when i'm rapping and singing and trying not to make it corny sounding and you know that. reading dictionaries and just having like a different vocabulary from different people you know what i mean and just yeah. you know practicing and really perfecting my craft dude like that's i worked on it all the time dude that Did should you be not be any- a bunk oh yeah of course dude
1: like where you yeah. like Name a time where you're, like, sitting there just trying to vibe, you know, like, singing. And then was
2: there was there anybody like, shut
1: the fuck up, you know? Oh, like yeah, dude. To-
2: that used to happen a lot, dude. Really? But I'm a type person that, you know, I don't... You just keep going. No, I don't play that, dude. What
1: but, are you saying to somebody that says, shut the,
2: stop your shit, stop singing? I'll tell them to fucking make me stop. <laughs> That's really the first thing I do, bro. And okay. I don't, the one thing about it is, like it doesn't matter in prison because it's like all that matters is heart. It doesn't matter about fighting or it doesn't matter. Like it, it does not matter about none of that dude. It's about how big your heart is and how strong your heart is. So if someone were to say that to me and I would have just sit there and not say shit and then shut the fuck up, everybody would be like, Oh, he's a bitch. He's He's easy to take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. So someone could be plotting on me now. You know what I'm saying? So by me being like, fucking make me shut up and even Mm -hmm. if he is bigger i'll take the beating because i'm not gonna fucking take all the other shit that's gonna come behind it if i don't say that it's politics dude dude beat the fuck up dude knock the fuck out dude i've been in so many fights dude dude because i was in the um the 18 to 23 side like when i first got in there so dude it's it's gangbang it's the jungle, dude. You know what I mean. So it's like, dude, I'd be, I'd, I, used to have to sleep with my, my boots on every night. So when I was in the, I was in there for two years in the jit side, I slept with my boots on every single night, bro. Why? Because you get woke up in the middle of the night. What's up, bro? What you trying to do? You trying to come home to so whatever gang it would be? And if you say no, you got to line up and fight everyone that in the dorm that's in that gang. And that so happened could be three people, or it could be fucking nine. You be fifteen every night, almost every single night. That dude. happened to you, yes. Bro,
0: that's Fuck fucking that. crazy. Bro. Yeah, bro. And you and I think a lot of people don't realize a lot of these things that go on in jail. It's not just you know the fact that you're locked up in this area where you can only go a certain you know to certain spots throughout the day, and yep. you can only eat these certain meals and things like that. I don't think I, there's it's so much deeper. It's that. so much deeper, I mean, dude.
2: It's politics. It's all right. politics. Yeah. It's all something that you have to learn and master, dude. It's a fucking game. It's like the world's fucking craziest board game, dude. That's a game I don't want to learn. Yeah, shout
0: out to you, bro. Honestly, I mean, I think you just from knowing you, you know, a little bit before we started the episode and the talks we've had, it's like, I mean, you seem like an incredible individual and you obviously got spit out with, you know, a super solid head on your shoulders, man. And um, nothing but respect for you from this side, man. Because I mean, obviously, it takes takes a man man. to come out of those situations and um, take like lessons from it. I think a lot of guys do come out of those situations and more so not necessarily like they don't learn but they just don't see like the bigger picture at hand they just more so th- like think of themselves as a victim of the system and exactly yep. um, but yeah shout out to you bro i want to talk about the um you know a couple other moves outside of music that you got going on yeah you know, on the side but um before we get into that let's go ahead and jump into joey's top three how about Ooh, okay that okay joey's <laughs> top three <laughs> Let's get this shit popping, boys. Um, this Let's is episode 77. <laughs> For real. We should make that the next <laughs> That's perfect. And then uh, YouTube copyright is going to be coming after mm. our ass, boy. Um, no, we can do a cover of it. I'll just do it. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, Joey. Joey's top three. Yes, episode sir. 77. Let's run it.
1: All right. So I actually did have one planned before this, but it changed after I found out that you play multiple instruments. Okay. So I want to hear your top three favorite Songs to play on either drums, guitar. What was the third one you said? Bass. 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 So your top three songs that you like playing specifically on those. Damn,
2: that's a hard one. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Like okay. guitar,
1: there's got to be a good one that you love playing on guitar.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think... um it's funny, my favorite song of playing guitar is Santeria by Sublime. I
0: love that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good it. one. It's that's just
2: it's just like anytime you play it just like garners everybody's attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody I just love singing that style. Like I love singing that song. Yeah. It's like like one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. I used to listen to it on repeat, repeat. And it was the first song that I actually did learn on guitar. Nice. Yeah. So it's a good song too. Yeah, that would that's definitely my favorite for guitar. Um, drums, I would have to say, um, anything by Data remember. Any, they go like, hard, Yeah, too. anything. I, I, um, so, Versa Merge was, like, really good friends with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was really tight with a bunch of dudes in, um, in a day to remember. And I actually had, like, an R&B thing, like, before I was going in that was, like, looking, like, really prominent. This was, like, in the YouTube era, dude, like, before anything. Really? Yeah, and uh, I was going to sign and do a bunch of stuff, and that just, the street shit just fucking Consumed ate it. it all up, dude. Yeah, man. Don't go to the streets, man. Don't, bro. Stay out of them, please.
1: All right, so bass. Or you could pick another guitar, because I feel like bass... Is, bass, so, is bass fun to play? Do you like playing bass?
2: I love playing bass, dude. Really? That's my 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 favorite instrument like drums and bass are my favorite instruments to play dude because bass like you could just really like
0: it's so mellow yeah Yeah. it's like and you you... can
2: groove bass is the best part of a song to me carries a song you don't have bass people think bass isn't shit but dude if you don't have the bass like the song ain't shit like you can't
1: specifically hear it in the song but if it's not there yeah it sounds like
0: shit exactly dude and it's if you play uh what's it pumped up kicks just all you need is just the bass bro you start hearing that song pumped up kicks it's like it just—it's it, one of those things where I don't even really personally like that song that much. Like I would not ever play just that song like in my car or anything. But
2: that's when like f- a—that's that like, that like a worldwide bro. phenomenon song. Yes, bro. song it's, just like just it's, it's just like you just get—it's the mood, bro. Yeah. It's like that those dudes are eating dun, dun, on that, dun, dun, eating dun. off that song for fucking <laughs> rest of their lives, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, 100%, for sure. Hundred percent. Seriously, bro. bro. Like All
1: right, Favorite bass song. Let me hear. It.
2: Um, I'd have to say, um. I actually, it's actually one that I learned recently. That's actually like my favorite song ever to play on bass, and it's "Smoking Out the Window" by. Um, that's a good song, Bruno Mars and um, Anderson. Paak. What's crazy
1: is when I hear that song,
2: I don't even think about the bass. Like that's, really, yeah, that's like the main part of the song, bro. I guess if I listened boom, to it and thought boom, about
1: it, boom, true, boom, yeah, yeah yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. The bass and the, the drums makes ride makes it
0: more of a sound that you're thinking. Like it's not just. Like I know it vibrations. makes a sound yeah. but like
1: it's just like it's it's like a background to I me. Mean. Are
0: you thinking of like like the bass in a in a car? Because no it's no like no, the, it's kind of,
2: yeah, because like the, the bass dude, the bass because yeah, like he's saying like dude, like the lower chords that shit carries like the melody, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like dude. You could fuck a drummer up like completely off the song if you fuck up like while you're playing, yeah, like live if you like fuck up. The drummer could fuck up because the drummer really follows you, like when you're ba- playing bass. Yeah, who follows the to most, to keep like the, the tempo?
1: You said the drummer fucks it up or the bass?
2: no, the drummer follows like the bass, like basically, oh, okay. like they follow. Like if you fuck up on bass, mm-hmm. like you'll fuck up the drummer because the drummer is usually like. Wow. I feel like the drummer it, would. The kind of lead it you to know? the drummers yeah. using the bass as like the tempo through the song for like timing and everything yeah you okay. know what i'm Those saying key points that he's got they yeah he's
0: trying to match up his drumming with that yeah game. and then yeah, when
2: you're on stage you can't hear like guitar and like all that shit like that you know what i mean you yeah. can but you can't like distinctively be like all right this is where this goes you know what i mean and a lot of drummers have like in-ears with metronomes and yeah you know like tracks playing or just the metronome playing and you know that's the right way to do it that's how you're supposed to do it. Like you play live. Like everybody's supposed to have in ears, singer. Like you, if you sing live, like you, and you're taking it serious, <clears throat> you have to invest in yourself. So you have to invest in uh, in ear monitors. Like it's a big deal, dude. A big deal. I don't care how, um, good the sound is in whatever venue you're playing. Like how good the monitors are, like you will not hear yourself, hear yourself, like yeah. how you do Is that in what your head. For? Yeah. So so you, you yourself. so you like it's playing back your singing in the mic like this, like how we're hearing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's just in ear, so oh, you can't okay. you can't see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's a huge deal. Like if I'm singing like in front of a huge crowd with all these instruments, all this music, like dude, you can be saying like, and, like and the delay you're hitting too. the notes and shit, yeah. and you're just like. What? Then, like, next thing you know, like, you're getting roasted on fucking YouTube, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. on TikTok and Instagram, you know, yeah, hundred percent, bro. So, um,
0: one thing I want to talk about before we wrap this thing up, man, is yeah. you've been working on a project, uh, called Jaguar's.
2: Yeah, it's Jaguar. Oh, Jaguar. Yeah. Okay,
0: this thing is so sick. Bro. Yes, I, I love the the concept. You kind of gave me like a quick breakdown when you first walked in. Um, explain this to the people, man. What is Jaguar?
2: So Jaguar is, um. Me and Migo, you guys know him um, by Savage at Peace. Um, Awesome, amazing, amazing, amazing guys. Like one of my best friends. Um, We came up with this concept, man. It's just raw Jaguars inspired merch that's just made from the hand and from the mind, dude. And like we put a lot of thought and a lot of creative mind into it and a lot of care. And you know we're super serious about it and like we're like, everything about it is different from anything anyone's ever seen so like we're super excited to really bring something that <clears throat> we think that the city is hungry for and they just don't even know it yet you know what I mean yeah what's what do you think? is the biggest standout with this uh, new brand? Because you do see
0: some brands, you know, they try to ride the wave of like a team that's doing well, or like, mm-hmm. you know, when the Jaguars got Trevor Lawrence, everyone won't try to ride that. Yeah. Um, what kind of steps are you going to take to make this brand stand out more than what we already got?
2: So um we're really like tapping in with like the fans and you know, the people who are actually like in the mix who want to, see you know their visions come to life and you know let us know what they want to see and like what colors and you know what kind of designs and you know what kind of like information you want to see you know what i mean because like we're trying to highlight stuff too and make that like you know a lot of like the highlights through jaguars history we're trying to really you know make those whole lines you know what i mean and mm-hmm. stuff like that so um on top of that it's all top of top 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 quality that you can possibly imagine that you could get dude yeah you know what i mean i'm talking about like the 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 nice tight collar that never gets loose the heavy feel the way it fits where you're like yo i love how i look in this shirt yeah like that's how our our brand is dude like you put anything on from us you're like yo like i just put this on you know what i mean and it's it's something for the people like we were talking about earlier you know um A lot of people love to get dressed up and step out and get fresh in Jacksonville, dude. That's, like, one of the only things that we have here. You know what I mean? And, um, unfortunately, there's only a couple, you know, places that you can, you know, get fly in some Jacksonville's gear. You know what I mean? And only a couple of ways to do it. You know what I mean? And this is just a whole new uh, perspective and vision on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you can almost say this is, like, a streetwear Jaguars brand. Wow, yeah, that's
1: dope.
0: Do you yeah. would the goal at hand ever be maybe do a collab with the Jaguars or? Oh yeah, absolutely. Kinda, okay, so I like
2: mean, we like we d- we definitely want to get like the players like in um in our merch. You know what I mean? Like we're not trying to um capitalize like off Jaguars like that. We're just we're we're tr- we're trying to make quality.
0: If anything, you're trying to yeah. We're, if people are repping your shit. They're supporting the exactly. Jaguars, that's so all we, like, want,
2: we want, dude. We want we and we want it repped beyond game day and beyond mm-hmm. the season like that's the point like we want you to put your jaguar shit on fucking friday night yeah dude Going like out. exactly bro you know what i mean and that's like the main thing dude and
0: is there ever a bit of a fear i'm sorry to cut you off but is there ever a bit of a fear um with putting uh, uh i'm gonna try to work copyright this one, no not not necessarily that um but yes i do want to ask that as well but yeah. is there ever a fear that you know basing a basing your brand around something that's in somebody else's hands Mm -hmm. um they kind of do have you know whatever happens with the jags kind of is a reflection of what happens to your brand like Mm -hmm. you know um or i should say your brand is a reflection of what happens to the jags like let's say god forbid um you know People have talked about the Jags going to a different city. I don't think that or would ever London. happen. And, or London. Yeah. Um, or just something as small as like the Jags having a shitty season, bro. Like, Look at the Bears, dog. I'm going to tell you right now, I could have been a Bears fan my entire fucking life. Or Broncos a little bit, but Bears, if I could... Dude, the Bears fans out there, I just got... I've gotten, I can't even hate on a Bears fan right now because I know they're going through it. Like, it's so bad. Imagine being a brand that makes like only Bears gear. It's like, dude, there's no way you're having a sale this year. Yeah. Well,
2: and then it, 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 dude, it, it all falls down to your city, dude. You know what I mean? And it's like, you, dude, I know a a bunch of big teams that are like big franchise teams that don't have nowhere near the type of support fan system that Jacksonville has for the Jaguars. For sure. Mm For sure. And I think that also falls down onto, you know, another thing with jacksonville is like that's dude that's one of the only things that we have here is jaguars dude and like we're we root for them dude and and you don't see too many people that are like uh, you know they're like i'm not a fan anymore just because like we lost or anything and well, it's we're like, used a, to that too. yeah <laughs> dude it's and it's like it's the like, underdog story dude it's yeah. like the the history you know what i mean with jacksonville and it's like I'm gonna rep that like it's different. It's cutthroat, you know what I mean? Also, so it's you like, showed it's, me
0: some of your uh, some of the ideas, yeah. To, like, some of the prints, they or whatever. are beautiful. And I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> that's shit that you would rock even when the jags are not doing very yes. well. Like, I mean, it's 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 gear that is based off of the jaguars, but it's not specifically like I, I could even see non-jags fans wearing some of the. Oh yeah, and that's me.
2: that's a that's the so. direction for it too, dude. You know what I mean? Because it's like, regardless, even. Besides the fact that it's a football team or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you you take a jaguar and you build a clothing brand around it. That's cool, dude. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, for sure. Bro. Puma did it. You know what I mean? They did pretty <laughs> good with it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's like um, something that we're fucking so excited about, dude. Like so, so, so Shit, excited. We're about. excited. About I'm excited. <laughs> bro. I think it's sure. gonna yeah, be I'm gonna super be blessing you man. guys. This f- oh, yeah. fresh off the press, dude. Oof. Appreciate you. Fresh oh, off yeah, the wait. press. Hey,
0: we're gonna be rocking it, especially on this show, man. I appreciate you a lot, bro. Um, of course, bro. So before we get out of here, man, what's one thing that you know? What's one takeaway that you want the OG Sessions listeners to know about Nico for real, man? And then we'll plug them into everywhere they can go listen.
2: Um. I would say, man, to just uh, don't underestimate anything that I do and um, to please don't get sick of me because I'm just coming hard, bro. Do it. Every day. You know what I mean? And I just, I want to make, but I want to make music that people actually like, man. And I want to make music that people can listen to at all times of the day. Like, I don't want them to be like, I don't want to listen to this today or this right now. Like put Nico for real on like that's chill for every day, any time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, and, and I just want people to know like, man, I'm not the type of person that like feels like I'm too good for anybody or anything like that. Like I'm trying to tap in with everybody who is willing to work. I wants to do something, bro. That's, that's serious about it. And you know, and I don't want anyone to take it the wrong way. Like if I do decide to not work with you, it's because I just feel that you're not taking it as serious as me and where I'm at in, in life right now with my career and what I'm doing is I can only be associated with people that are, you know, working just as hard as me.
0: Well, we're honored that you chose to come on the show, man. Yes, of course, bro. <laughs> Honestly, dog, seriously. I mean, it's, it's, it's your story is incredible. Um, you know, we're in your corner, brother for
2: real. I Thank think, you guys. Um, I appreciate it. you guys are dope, man. I'm definitely going to double back. I have so much to, to say. Like, dude, we could talk, we could sit here and talk for hours, literally.
0: No, hundred percent, man. <laughs> you, you're a man with many stories, dog. And yeah. it's like one of those things where it's, kind of the dream for a podcast host you know to get someone in here that can just kind of spill their heart out and learn a little bit about you because the guests or the guests the um listeners they listen to me and joey every week you know yeah. yeah. they they're know tired of us. us yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying? so it's great to have someone in here and um definitely you know you're more than just an artist it's like sometimes you get artists in here and um you know they really are just an artist you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. it's like there's not a lot of not a lot of substance there it's just um you know but but, but most of the time, those people they're just extremely talented, and it's like that's their fo- that's what they've been through. It's like yeah. you know they're they're where they're at just because they just strictly are just God given gift. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? yeah. And um, some people
2: just hey man, some people just are blessed in life, and I have no hate against that, dude. For sure, you for know what sure. I mean at all. The only thing I hate that I have against that is those type of people that look down on the people that do have to struggle or do that yeah. like, going through shit or, or can't afford to go out on that Friday night or can't afford to go to P F Chang's with the crew or you know whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm dude, I like. Like, it's hard to find, like, when you're a real genuine person, it's hard to find people that are really on the same boat as you, man, that you could really genuinely, like, be friends with and open your heart to. Yeah. Yeah, You know? 100%, man. And
0: for you, the success is going to taste so much greater um, because, you know, you've been through that struggle. You've seen hard times. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. Getting it out the mud. Yeah, bro. The The motto for this pod is hard times don't last, man.
2: I'm telling (laughs) you, man, I, I literally just sat in there just, like, so hungry and anxious to... Be able to prove myself, like, not not to everybody but to myself that I can do this. You know what I mean? And I can I can work as hard as it takes and, you know, even through the depression. You know what I mean? Dude, when I when I uh, um, started recording Movie Love, me and my fiancé were homeless, dude. We were living wow. in an extended dude. stay. I didn't have a car or nothing yet, dude. But I just knew that this song was just so good and I needed to record it, dude. Mm-hmm. And I would take Ubers all the way. And, and Danny's over here, like, by you guys. And I'm over by... The Avenues Mall. Wow. Bro. Yeah. So I would take Ubers here, dude. You can ask Danny. That's an bro. expensive Uber. Yeah. dude thirty dollars, bro. It'd be yeah. anywhere between thirty and forty-five dollars there and back. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Bro. So it'd be like I'd, you know, I'd pay for the session, then I'd have to pay the, the Uber. It'd be sixty minimum sixty dollars for there and back, dude. Dude, that is fucking and crazy. I just bro. I just worked so hard to get it done, dude, and I and then I just saved. More money and work to you know work on the rollout with you know the whole Alomar and you know marketing with um, Spotify curators and you know stuff like that and really tapping in and really dude I you know there's so many scams on um, online now for artists bro and it's sad dude because it's like dude we're, we're upcoming artists you know I can't I can't speak for everybody you know what I mean but not not all of us are fucking rich and comfortable and able to lose money like Take that you know what i for mean sure, you know what i'm saying so it's like everything that we do you know it has to really uh if it doesn't have a, a outcome a good outcome for it it's it's a fucking l dude you know what i mean so it's like doing these when you see these dudes taking advantage of people like that like for fake promotion and fake fucking whatever the case may be dude shit's dude i i i, I like see that the fucking mouth for those people dude yeah like, I cannot fucking stand that shit, bro. It's it's sickening, bro. It really is. Because I'm I'm a victim of it. Because you have to understand, dude, like, I was in prison for a long time, so I'm green to a lot of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's still a learning process of, you know, is this legitimate or, you know what I mean? And especially in the beginning, dude, it was like, fuck. When you got out, what was one of the first things where you were, like, mind-blown to see that, man? Um, I mean, a decade re- dude, just a decade. really, like, how... um. Social media is like it wasn't like that in 2015, dude. It was not like that, dude. Don't get me wrong, it was popping. Instagram was popping, but dude, you couldn't like. Even if you had an iPhone, like dude, you had to be connected to Wi Fi to like get like tolerable fucking uh, Wi Fi, Yeah, you know, like get on the internet at tolerable pace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like now where you could just be anywhere, be on your phone, and watch be doing the yeah, yeah oh blurry. yeah, dude, forget about. It. You couldn't watch a YouTube video on your phone if you didn't have Wi Fi. 2015, no fucking way. Dude, so that's crazy, yeah, man. you know. So and and that's just like the fucking sprinkle. You know what I mean? Like, dude, everything was something I had to adapt back into. You know what I mean? It was it was crazy dude it was like what the fuck it was just
0: this man missed like three presidencies bro
2: <laughs> literally bro and then oh no
0: he didn't actually really three no, yeah, two. Two, not. Yeah. yeah two but i yeah. mean it, it, that's still got to be a crazy feeling it's like you come out all those policies that they create and i mean this isn't a political podcast by any means but yeah. um you know society society Changed, yeah, dude, they, they didn't have, have
2: smoke shops it. but when i went in and it really that's yeah crazy, bro. yeah so i that's was like so seeing funny. you know and that's like a fucking you know a Gold staple line, yeah. like a fucking gas station <laughs> now like you know what i mean store. yeah dude you see <laughs> everywhere and like dude, so I, I dude they did not have and i'm like dude i'm from down south that's the fucking first place you'd see it yeah and uh no dude they didn't have smoke shops like that dude at all they didn't have smoke shops at all like literally when i went in dude it was so different everything was so so different i went in at a fucking crazy time dude because the world really changed in that time between f- 2015 and 20. It was a huge mm-hmm. fucking change, with shit, dude, like a lot of shit changed. Dude, well, shout
0: out to you, man. I mean, I can only imagine what it feels like to have like that those years of your life taken away from you. Yeah. Um, and just sucks. And but I I can tell that you're in a mindset now where it's like, let's fucking bounce back, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, get knocked down. It's like stand right back up and get ready for the next one, man. Yeah. It's hell like, yeah, you're, dude. You're in a position right now where. Um, the motion is like incredible right out of the jump, man. And that's one people that not, or one thing that not a lot of people have, um, is usually it takes some time to build up that, you know, consistency. And they've got to learn all these, you know, failures and things like, Mm -hmm. um, before they actually get that motion. I think you're in a position right now where you have been through so much trials and tribulation, um, that you're kind of built for anything, bro. And it's like, you know, this music shit is just going to be fun and games for you, man. It's like, you're just going to be a kid in this candy store with this Mm -hmm. shit. Dude, it's, Um,
2: it's definitely something that like. I know that uh you know, people are gonna appreciate like how good I really am at what I do because And how I genuine do, you are outside of
0: it, bro. You gotta think about that too. Yeah, it's like man. you are in, you are incredibly talented, let's be honest. Like yeah. your your voice and your sound is great, but um it's like then people see you get on a show like this and where you it's it, it fully unscripted conversation with you and they can really find out who you are. And it's like, dude, just a straight up like level headed, just genuine dude. Bro. Damn. I
2: appreciate that, bro. Yeah, the man. feelings mutual. Trust me, bro. Appreciate appreciate that, G, I fuck sure. with you guys heavy, man. And, and, um, um, you know, dude, it's crazy because, you know, i like i said i this was huge for me because i it's so important for me to get my story out there and let people know who i really am and Mm -hmm. you know what i am and where i come from and um that's why you know it took a little bit you know i mean but you know i finally found you guys and we set it up and just everything happened so organically and perfectly and i'm so happy about it bro because i really want people to know my story man and like really know what's going on with me and you know, really tap in with me, bro. Cause I'm, 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 I'm really, um, I'm really here for the people, dude. Like I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really here to like, really like tell a story and really, you know, tell my story and, you know, be there for as many people as I can and give back, dude. And there's so many things that I want to tap in on with, you know, um, with prison reform and, you know, prison corruption and, um, you know, mental health and, so many things that i want to you know somehow get my hands and then i can help you know what i mean so that's like another big thing for me too so i love that bro yeah, yeah. That nice. um
0: shout out also keegan jervis he was the one that hit dude, me. dude keegan's up. so dope bro he hit me up he just you know slid my i think yeah i think he actually texted me he's like um you got to check out this guy, Nico for real. Just had a real dope conversation with him. And, and there's very f- few people where I get those texts all the time. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. And there's very few people who actually take their word on it and be like, okay, this is dope. Let's actually run with it. Yeah. Um, so shout out Keegan, man. He's one dude, of those Keegan is awesome. Um, both those boys over collect all three of those boys over collect now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, shout out to all of them. Bro. For shout sure. Out to yeah. You. Shout out. Where? collect.
2: shout out Savage, man. Where Nego. Can, where can, oh, oh, for sure. Bro. For uh, sure. Dude, where can um, these
0: people stream your music, man?
2: So, um. You can check me out literally anywhere, dude. I'm everywhere. Um, just type in Nico. For just type real. in Nico N I K O. The number four R E E L, and I'm I'm everywhere, bro. Love like it, literally bro. on every platform. I just um re- like I said I, on in August I released um movie love, and um Friday I just released uh my cover of uh exchange by Bryson Tiller. And then today I just announced that I'm releasing um a uh, rendition of Nelly's Ride With Me called Ride For Me with uh, a buddy of mine named Cam Wells from California, who's another upcoming artist who you guys got to look out for. He's Freaking amazing, that shit's dude! So cool, bro. Yeah, yeah uh, I like.
0: I, I heard a little snippet of that man, and I think that I think that's gonna be the one, man. I really yeah, like it. I love it, um, man.
2: It's it's awesome. It's definitely fun, and it's definitely uh, nostalgic. That's for damn sure. Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah, that,
0: that song was that was it. That, that song was probably like one of the ones that was popping whenever you first got locked up.
2: Oh, no way before, yeah, then, dude. Okay. before that, dude. Yeah, this yeah. was like uh, my, my this time was frame. yeah yeah you, you like two thousand eight. Yeah, it? this no even before that. This was I think ride I think ride with me was charting and. Um, let's see. Hold on.
1: Yeah, that's an old ass song. I remember, like, yeah, I'm, I I'm believe to think it like, was like two thousand when he got locked four, up, or maybe.
2: Yeah, I think it was two thousand four, dude. It's crazy, dog. That is a good song. In bro. time
0: flies, man. It's like to oh, think that it that it song right is like here. almost twenty years old, bro. Is just like Two thousand one, bro. Two
1: thousand one. It is twenty, bro. That's,
0: that's crazy, bro. That, that is a. That is an insane thought, bro. We're getting old, that song's bro. Twenty-two years old. I mean, I remember bumping old, that bro. song like every oh, cause fucking it, dude, morning, it's, dude. It's it's like it's
2: timeless, dude. It it's charted for years song. and yeah. years, dude. Like yeah. it's it's it is a timeless song, and I think like. It, it, a couple people have forgot about it just because it hasn't been like revived or anything in a while. Yeah. And I think like this revival of it is going to make people, because dude, it's so catchy, dude. Like oh, you hear yeah. it and like you're just like, oh my God, you know what I mean? You start singing it. It's just a feel good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like a super feel good song. And, you know, I'm definitely excited for people to hear it for sure.
0: Yeah, y'all go stream that music, bro. Yeah, for Everyone sure, everyone listen to this man, y'all go, go stream that music in um social media, Nico for real. Yeah. Same spelling and everything. Yeah, it's it's
2: N I K O for R E E O and that's everywhere. Every platform you can, yeah, search. that boy's.
0: He, he, it's the verified one. I'll say <laughs> verified. Um, so y'all boys go on there, look for that blue check, man, and um check out my boy's shit, man. He's definitely, definitely got some motion, bro. And I'm uh, honored to have you on the show. First, I appreciate man.
2: it, guys. Likewise, man. Definitely gonna double back soon. Freaking. Uh, next time we're going to be in like California or something for shit. sure we will be on brother. the tour bus yeah we'll be on tour yeah. <laughs> on the road in Cali we're going to get this shit right bro. for real man um,
0: all my OG's man you guys know the drill uh, make sure you're following us on social media it's been a while since I've shouted out the socials but um, it's OG Sessions pod is uh, Instagram OG Sessions is TikTok and then Joey has got the keys for our Twitter page so shit's getting X wild page. oh yeah X it's not Twitter <laughs> anymore X, yeah. Yeah, um, Joey's got the fucking keys for that so it's getting wild over there on uh, yes sir go
2: check it out you know check out every day
0: man if you guys if y'all are loving joey you better go follow that x page yeah come on um you need to get that up there
2: yeah that's where you get like the real you know that's twitter's hard hard. hard, x is hard yeah yeah if you're a
0: diehard bro go follow us
1: on x
2: yeah bro you
0: you know joey posts. joey posts some good shit on there man and send
2: um, me a
1: message i'll promise i'll respond yeah
0: Yeah, retweet (laughs) it's your way to connect to the famous joey allen everybody so um Yeah, definitely go check us out on all socials, man. If you guys are streaming this on Spotify, Apple, wherever, man, make sure you give us that five-star rating. Um, Patreon is always there if you guys want to get these episodes early, if you guys want to get them ad-free, if you guys want to get that free merch, if you guys want to, you know, just show support of the pod, man, and show us how much we love you, and we'll show you all how much we love you guys back, man. So, um, like I said, episodes get better every single week, so make sure you guys are tuned in, and this week was no exception. No, sir. Uh, Joey, Nico, I'll see you all boys soon, man. Till next time. Likewise, yes, sir. Guys, this is Pod. We are out. Peace.
1: Peace.